Hi guys, I hope this finds you well. My name is Alistair Stewart. I'm the host of Darrow Discussions and in this episode I want to do something a little different and that is review a piece of technology or more to the point try and settle a debate um, that I've been having with myself and others lately and that is Apple Music or Spotify. Now, you know, until relatively recently I was a massive Apple fan and this is my sort of prelude confession. Um, I was gifted an Apple Watch. I've used uh, an iPhone as my default device for years. I had a MacBook Air, which I've still got, which is seven years old. And I've since used uh, a Dell for a work computer. And I've got a Android phone for work as well. And, you know, so much of my life is now based off of cloud services that the medium that I use to access them isn't really that important. But you know, music is still something that you spend a lot of time setting up on either Apple Music or Spotify. And unlike, you know, Gmail or, or Google Drive or whatever, it's a little less easy to shift A to B. So, you know, we're all magpies to for new technology. And, you know, for all that we say that we love our stuff, something shiny and new always, you know, draws in the eye, draws, you know, the eye to it. And, in this case, I think Apple Music still kind of has that, that quality for me. Um, I'd, I'd used Spotify since, I think, 2009. And like everyone else, I downloaded music in the early noughties and cough confession and lived through the dark days of MP3 files and Windows Media Player to use them. And when iTunes you know, came along and the advent of the iPod, you know, it was, it was a massive, you know, global but also personal revolution in the 05 sort of 2004 05 period and for most people to transform listening to music into something that could be capricious and really hassle-free and now constantly with them and bluetooth headphones have, have just made that even more perennial so you know i think i think 10 years after spotify you know i'm kitted and booted in apple but you know I, i'm now edging away from it by what i've just just described as my personal need um you know my predilection for for wear and tear travel i you know i make no apology for for being devoted that much for to, to my macbook and you know my iphones have been replaced you know as contracts have ended and whatnot but i've still got the same ipad fourth generation one that i've had since 2013 um you know, I, I have no plans at the moment to upgrade because so far nothing has presented me with any reason to, save for, you know, the speed and even for a Dell computer work laptop, you know, it's very easy to integrate with what I actually need it for. So, you know, the the, the, the Apple just doesn't seem to have really innovated that, I had that level of innovation that it once did and I don't see any reason to fork out several thousand in total just for that. Um, you know, I, I never saw Steve Jobs as mosaic and, and, and don't oblige novelty, but, you know, the stuff that I've used, I admit, has been solid kit. It's been intuitive and adaptive to my work and altogether practical in a way that I think is, you know, Windows never was to me until recently, you know, now, as I said, with the, the advent of, of, of cloud-based, more cloud-based solutions. So, with all that in mind, you know, Apple Music, you know, it, it still is a, a, a tantalizing, albeit, you know, I'm quite suspicious opportunity for Apple. It's it, Apple still seems to be a, on a march into gimmickry and, you know, Apple TV is, is good. I also have that. Um, but, 
you know, they, they don't seem to be doing anything that's brand new. The, the, the interesting thing about Apple Music is there's a rumor that they're going to do away with the iStore altogether and, and move very much to the, the streaming side of it. Um, the idea of purchasing an album or a single seems to be pointless to me. Um, so I can understand that. And, you know, I think there's still rumors that they're going to launch their mobile network. So, you know, there's a novelty there that is replace revolution and you wonder if they all of this would be happening if steve jobs hadn't <laughs> you know uploaded to the big iCloud in the sky but you know nevertheless you know apple music is something that i still use and i still remain tempted by spotify but it, you know apple music is on my iphone and it's on my ipad and you know I, it was on my macbook air until i kind of put that in the drawer and the interface is identical on different devices and you know it's it's used through itunes on my macbook or was used through itunes on my macbook and it's integrating an existing functionality of playlists and previous searches and you know being able to use it on the television and and, and tie it in with film downloads you know you know all of this is very useful and convenient but it really does lock you in into this this cycle of if, if you have one you have to have it all to make it function and you know i that that really kind of puts me off and i suppose the biggest reason that i don't quite cancel everything and, and and swift to spotify is the fact that apple music has been set up with my likes after quite a lot of time playlists and you know a spotify subscription is 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 it, it still does have that certain allure because i i don't feel like to have one i need to have it all um i suppose one of the major differences between apple music is it's got a more detailed interface than spotify's black one spotify always looked beautiful particularly on mobile devices and its album artwork display has come a long way since its early days and on all devices apple music has embraced this model and adopted a, a minimalist you know presentation for playlists that removes multiple viewing options including you know needless browsing album art but in exchange for more functionality like including you know lyrics now and stuff like that which is pretty cool so when you find a song or an album or an artist that you like you can click to see more and you know the ellipses button and gives you more options of what to do you, you do feel more in control but you know each playlist is a basic header but each page for a musician or a band is, is stylized and you know it's perfect for the, per the person who knows their music and takes pride in it and tries to replicate what was once you know a selection of dvd i'm uh, sorry a, a selection of cds on shelves and you know it it, it it it's not really made for the person that's trying to hide what they're listening to on the bus if they're embarrassed of a particular you know band or, or musician that they like altogether it's just i think apple music is a bit more polished and brighter and artistic than spotify and i suppose that always was what you know apple was past tense to a certain extent compared to windows which while tried to be stylish was always a bit more practical and functional um you know of particular use on my mac when i when i was using it i i do you know remember and i and i and i do have to you know sort of point out that the integration feature you know 
it, it, music will stop for Skype calls and come back on when you're finished and then the media keys will control iTunes you know not notifications on the right appear for each new song it, it, it's all features which sit nicely in and incorporate into the notification center so whatever your technology of choice you know seamless integration is the functional charm that seems to be ubiquitous now Every, everyone wants that and I think the problem is that there's different products, but how well do they fit together within the Windows family? Apple still have that going for them, and I think that's why they still edge ahead. So, you know, even if you dislike using the notification center, the iTunes mini player is, you know, a great alternative with the option to have it stay on top of any open window. At the time, you know, this was Spotify's biggest weakness, but it has a disappointing omission. You can't search the Apple Music library only your own, which is a both a bit clunky and annoying and somewhat defeats the purpose altogether. And you know, one of the reasons why I'm not jumping up and down to get another MacBook because the other one is slowing down after seven years of use. Um on this point there is a strange dichotomy across all devices when you know, between my library and Apple Music, where you need to click one of them to search the library. It's a curious throwback, a sort of reassurance for those who have spent thousands on music that, you know, it wasn't all in vain when they were actually purchasing it. Um, I think there's a problem that they'll have going ahead. So it's a dated aspect of Apple Music, not least as music added to your library will appear alongside your purchase music. It's an, it's an annoyance, and I think one that Spotify is you know you bypassed with the, the means to integrate your purchased itunes library into your spotify library not playable unless it's available on their servers it's you know it's a, a predictable hang-up from apple one foot into streaming what is essentially free music and the need and the habit of having itunes as a billion dollar enterprise that's going to be their biggest problem going forward um, and potentially their biggest and most innovative step um, the aesthetic and the functionality of Apple Music across all Apple devices is the same, as I've mentioned. In comparison to Spotify, the most noticeable absence is the ability to star songs as favourites, which would then appear in a starred playlist. You can do a little bit more of that now, but you, you know, and you can add songs and artists, but it, it just seems a little bit harder to do it's it's geared towards playlists and you know a lot of the other stuff seems a bit redundant so apple music does need a bit of an upgrade um the favorite issue is easily remedied remedied by creating you know playlists and labeling it as favorites but again it's a curious omission from apple it, that there is a cute the the intuitiveness that was originally there you know the function even like heart songs which makes better for you suggestions it just seems a little harder to control and it's a disappointing red herring particularly when it's so prominently featured on you know like the lock screen player and the iphone and the ipad previously and the payoff however is that apple's extremely intuitive about your listening preferences you know it's genius functionality which is involved in a borderline ai you know previous feature of itunes works to play music in your library and you know you can you now can create you know th these these uh streaming lists based on songs that you like and and that's a powerful feature and it, it works both for your saved music and music that you've purchased better than this is the you know the for you section in apple music which still makes recommends it really feels like ai on on both your music preferences and music you've loved there's some confusion surrounds the equivalent of one of Spotify's superior features as radio. When you start a new station, Apple Music from song or stations that you've liked, it plays music similar similar to that, but with no ability to really calibrate it more to what you like and what you don't like and what 
compared to what you can do in Spotify. Um, despite the oversight from Apple, you can return to your created station and the radio section and you know play it again and hear another Apple novel, novelty Beats One, the Apple's own in-house radio station hosted by real DJs takes hold. Um, you can also start other stations by genre, but the, the day Apple bites the bullet and finds a way to have a live stream of a country's radio stations will, will be a happy one. That seems to be confused all over the shop at the moment. Major issues are few but notable. Um, on the iPhone, there's still the strange issue with created playlists and the songs do not automatically move on to the next but will you know, oddly replay. Whether or not this is a common issue or a dramatic, a dramatic deficiency is unclear but or a problem peculiar to my device. But when you don't really want to be going back to your pocket every three minutes or if you're a fidgety listener, it's, always, it's a bit of an irritation. Additionally, I have no wireless data on my iPhone at present and rely on Wi-Fi. Um, just because I'm a changing provider at the moment. So if the phone is searching for Wi-Fi, it won't play songs which are supposedly downloaded offline, and such the Wi-Fi needs to be switched on, which is, again, a, a bit of an issue. So on the iPad as well, there's the bizarre issue of having a keyboard half displayed on the screen. When I go to search for something, my normal-sized iPad keyboard will appear, but will you know half appear on the screen, and... Whether or not this is unique to my device is unclear, but it appears sporadically and isn't immediately solved with a restart. Um, additionally, sometimes when I sit, switch on my devices and open Apple Music, it doesn't recognize that I'm already using it and is asking me to log in again. So it's, it's not the biggest problem in the world, but you know, like other issues, it feels like an unnecessary a, a glitch of sorts, which is, is quite irritating, and I just don't have the time to play around with it. The big problem for for both devices is battery life. Apple Music destroys the life of my iPhone, uh, iPhone Seven, and has been known to reduce the full charge down to an hour. This is, you know, with the phone playing in my pocket with Wi-Fi and 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 Bluetooth switched off in some cases, um, and with the screen switched off. The iPad, which is older, shares the same problem, but is nowhere near as pronounced. The phone sorry the ipad is several years old but you know it's it, it never suffered that much under spotify um apple has a reputation for forcing its own commerciality on you and whether it be you know when this thing first launched downloading youtube albums without permission or you know having a, a, a connect page that links and takes you to the latest news and activities of artists it's a bit gimmicky and suddenly is what, what otherwise feels like the right balance between tailored recommends and letting you see what's new if you add an artist to your library, you automatically follow them, which is not ideal for people who just want to listen to their music. Most people are wholly disinterested in the activities of the musicians who play the music we love. We just want to listen to it. Um, yeah, Apple Music doesn't saturate with this need to recommend based on your interests, and it, it doesn't suffocate you too much. If, if you do like to be surprised by new stuff beyond what you already know, it, it is you know brightly mainstream in this regard. So... All of this helps and compares it to the daddy of all issues, and that's the size of the li library. Is someone with a pension for film soundtracks, and some obscure and some not. You know, I can report Apple breaks even with Spotify, with what they have available. Spotify has, uh, you know, I believe about thirty million songs against Apple's forty-three million, and I've not stumbled upon a disappointment or anything that is available to Spotify and not in Apple Music yet. Um, 
ultimately i think apple music stirs something of the old free marketer in me what apple promised as a revolution is more of a broadside against spotify i don't think this is a bad thing and it will be interesting to see in the months ahead if this leads to mutual innovation on the on the on the part of both companies if both are going to try and you know build on their their yearly sort of innovation and competition side what can they do next um there isn't too much difference in price after the three-month trial period i think a family of you know pack for up to six members is is close to 15 pounds and single user licenses uh 10 are the same as spotify and you know they part ways with you know having a, a free version but spotify with adverts was never an enjoyable experience um they say there's no zeal like that of the convert but in this case you know i, I i've got a I'm, I'm on the fence my heart is tempered with enthusiasm there's hope and promise in apple music to make me stick around but also there's a lot of work to do it, it, the question is how apple reforms itself overall i don't want to go and i don't feel the need to go out and buy another grand macbook what will it offer me it doesn't have touching screens or a rolling screen or, or stuff like that the, the there's nothing radically new about it what's lacking is what I'm suffering with with Windows just now and an Apple phone ironically is making things compatible making sure contacts are syncing but you know as I've mentioned previously my biggest interest is in drive technology online cloud software so you know Apple is satisfactory just now but you know I wonder in the future that you know how how much can they stay locked in at the idea that they you know they can stay as a completely circular economy in themselves um you know I I, I want to have if i was to use spotify i'd want to use it on the tv and, and use it on my different devices and it should be easy and it shouldn't be complicated and i do feel that while apple music edges ever so slightly ahead of spotify apple itself has some serious questions that it needs to ask where is it going to innovate and how on earth is it going to justify the significant cost which still really makes it heavily heavily coveted but also very very non-competitive because it's declining in its innovation and i think that's something that they're gonna have to take stock of